Beautiful humans, welcome to another episode of Become Unlimited. In this episode, I have the honor and the privilege to share with you a conversation that I had with one of my great friends, Harry Isaac. And in this discussion, we talk about all things related to the breath. Ah, that's right. So tune in, take a moment to feel your breath right now and get ready to discuss what breath work is because I'm sure that if you're listening to this, I'm going to make an assumption here. Maybe you have, maybe you haven't. But if you're listening to this and you got attracted to this episode, maybe you've been curious to understand what breathwork is, or maybe you've heard of breathwork, or maybe you've had a breathwork experience. But I want to break down with Harry Isaac, who does a great job at doing so, by the way, break down what is breathwork? How do you understand what breathwork is? What is the science? What is the mechanism of breathwork? If you've never had a breathwork experience, what can you expect to experience during a breathwork session? So Harry Isaac walks through what someone can expect to experience and some of the things that people have shared with him after an experience. He also breaks down the science between what is happening in your body and what is happening to your body from an emotional perspective and a mental perspective and even a spiritual perspective for you to understand why it's so important and how you can benefit from focusing on your breath more consciously. Now, this doesn't mean you have to be doing a breathwork session every single day, but when we talk about breathwork, and you'll hear us mention this, even you consciously breathing for a few seconds, you can call that breathwork. So there's different types of breathwork, and Harry Isaac will speak to that. And then one of the core pieces of uh, education, if you will, that Harry will give you is how to think about conscious connected breath, which is his modality of teaching breath work. So he'll walk through that. So there's a lot of powerful content here for you to really understand the fundamentals of the breath, why it's important, how it connects to the energy levels we experience, as well as our emotional freedom, and how you can move old stuck emotions that perhaps are still lingering in the body. We dive into that as well. So it's a powerful conversation. If you have anybody in your life who is curious about breathwork or interested in having a breathwork session, this is a great episode for them to understand what they can expect and how to best prepare for the experience. At the end of the episode, we also share with you a code for you to book a session with Harry Isaac. If you're interested in doing breathwork, he does sessions with individuals, couples, and groups online. Also in person, if you're in Halifax, Canada, where he is at, but we share more details on that in the show and you can also find it in the show notes. So a quick blurb here and bio on Harry Isaac. So Harry Isaac has been diving deep into the world of health and wellness over the last three years. He received training in shiatsu therapy, holistic nutrition, lost on therapy, and is a certified breathwork teacher for individuals, couples, and groups. He also holds a bachelor's in marine biology from Dalhousie. I'm going to assume that's how you pronounce it. <laughs> Dalhousie University and worked at the Holistic Therapy Center in Vancouver and founded the Whole Health Clinic in Bowen Island. These days, as you can imagine from this episode, his passion and focus is breathwork at his private practice in body breathwork in Halifax, Nova Scotia, breathing with individuals, couples, and groups. So with all that being said, I know and I trust that you will enjoy this conversation. Please do share this with anybody that you know can benefit. 
As you know, the algorithms work in that way. The more you share, the more the algorithm will recommend this episode to others. So if you enjoy it, please do share it. I would also appreciate a rating on the platform of your choice. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy the conversation. Okay, we have Harry Isaac on the line. Let's rock and roll. All right. <sighs> cool, brother. Well, we are here to chat all things breathwork. And I know that you have a special connection to breathwork and you love, you love this stuff. I know. And I really wanted to bring you on here to give a, a breakdown for people who perhaps are new to breathwork. And by the way, if you're listening and maybe you have some background with breathwork, even, even coming into a conversation like this, where it's focused on, on, you know, quote unquote beginners, it can be helpful to be grounded in some of the foundations and some of the fundamentals. So before we even go down that road of, of really diving into the, the breath work and practice and practices and how to think about it and why it's beneficial for us, Harry, tell us about your journey with breath work and how you got into this world and how you support people today. Awesome. Thank you, Jonathan, for having me. Excited to be here. So how did I get into it? Uh, it it's been about, um, well, e even just like quickly back up because it, it, it plays out. So background, um, I had a clinic in Vancouver, Bowen Islands, and it was, I was a Shiatsu therapist, Listone Hot Stone Massage, registered nutritionist, you know, and then just did that for two decades and then moved to the East Coast to 18 and worked in a family business um, and kind of left those health practitioner healing arts roots behind and then um you know i i i, I kind of i've been doing breath work though the whole time for about six years um and it started out um holotrophic and i was just sharing this story with someone else it's you know i i'm sure you noticed like we need things that work fast <laughs> we need things that work fast and have results and like in the healing arts. And so six years ago, I got introduced to breath work with holotrophic. I don't know if you've ever done any mm -hmm. sessions. So there's a breath work, such an umbrella term, but the, the kind of breath work I'm talking about right now is diaphragmatic mouth breathing in and out of the mouth. And we'll explain what that does after yeah. in a second, but holotrophic six years ago, you go to events and it was three hours. <laughs> three hours of breathing. And then you'd sit for three hours for someone else. I did that for a couple of years. Um, and it was, that was a lot of work. And then Wim Hof, the Wim Hof craze, you know, which mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. Wim Hof is taking an ancient breath technique, Tumo breath and modifying it a bit. And he's amazing. I'm re I'm really happy. He's, he's brought such a um, acknowledgement to the breath. And so did, I, I did the cold water craze. I was jumping in lakes, frozen lakes in the winter and Wim Hof breathing for a couple of years. And then I lucked into, and this is, you know, you're, you're, you're aware of this, the men's group. Um, and I, when I was in Vancouver, I did some one-on-ones, uh, with Ben Gorski, uh, and he was doing conscious connected. He introduced me to conscious connected breath. Mm -hmm. Um, which was, you know, and we'll explain it, but it's, uh, it's uh, in and out through the mouth without a pause. Um, but it's, uh, but any sessions are like 30 to 40 minutes. Um, and then I found my teacher about a year ago, uh, and he does this two part, uh, inhale and then, uh, uh exhale release. 
And his session, that two part, something about the two part made about 30 minutes that I could get the same results in 30 minutes that years ago took three hours. Wow. So it's like it, the, the, the compression, it got compressed, the results um, and the breathing, you know, became less. But I always say, you know, you've done harder things than lie on the floor breathing for 30 minutes. So um, and, you know, I left the corporate job recently, did the breathwork training, teacher training, fell in love with it, left the corporate job, go full bore. And, and but honestly, if I tell you why, like, what is this motivation or the passion? It's driven by my desire to support my kids. To be honest, I have a daughter who suffers from very high anxiety. And, you know, if you look at the research or the science, Gabor Mate, like, it's, it's a fact that, you know, trauma is passed on in the DNA, like, right. we call it trauma, but it's experience is passed on from your ancestors, probably to keep try to keep you alive, right? But um, people are carrying this unprocessed trauma passed on generation, generation. Mm. And, it, you know, if you look at um, the, the, the people doing, um, you know, uh, counseling with kids it's like the kids carry the brunt of the family's stuff <laughs> and i read a lot about that right <laughs> the kids carry the stuff that's unprocessed in the family lineage it's crazy right and it's actually that's a whole other podcast jonathan about like you know this stuff is really about you know for us to reach our full potential it's like diamonds under pressure <laughs> mm. but not everyone does too well. It's a lot. Right. So right. I noticed breathing. It's like my kids were a little bit better every time I breathe. So I have a really strong breathwork practice. Um, today, um, if someone told me, uh, what breath, you know, if someone told me breathwork's going to do all this for you before I did it, I would have laughed. <laughs> but today, like it's undeniable because I continue to have the experience every time I do it. And it's allowed me to, um, you know, move to such a place of being in service and doing what I love and back into the healing arts, like it came mm. full circle. So that's, that's my continuing breathwork saga it keeps going. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. And so cutting it down from three hours to about 30 yeah. ish minutes, that's extraordinary. Yeah. And, and how I have nothing, I have nothing against holotrophic. It's just like that. I don't, who I don't have three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I know that most people who are introduced to some form of breath work, just at yeah. the highest level, right? It's either Wim Hof or then they also hear about holotrophic. And can you yeah. just speak to, quickly to the difference between holotrophic and the connected? Like, is there some difference between how you're breathing? Why does it take three hours yeah. and this one only takes 30 to 40 minutes? I mean, I think they're, they're, I mean, if you look, we won't go into the full history, but holotrophic came from Stan Groff, I believe his name is. Mm -hmm. He was a, a psychoanalyst or therapist in Europe. And he noticed people, you know, when LSD was legal, <laughs> he noted he was doing LSD therapy sessions and he noticed people would go into spontaneous breathing, like hyperventilation. Mm -hmm. And LS, when LSD became illegal, I think this was in the 60s, right? Like he changed over to breath work and did the breath instead of the LSD and got similar results. And it was a, I don't, I don't know if you call it hyperventilation, but it's a very fast, like, 
probably call that hyperventilation, right? <laughs> Very fast is changing the pH. So that was that, that. And it does would have a different effect. Like we'll talk about the effect. You're changing the pH of the blood. You know, you're increasing the oxygen. You're reducing the nitrogen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you're affecting the CO2, which changes stuff in the body and the brain. Uh, it gives you access to certain things. So the holotropic is, it's more, I call it like a yang, kind of like a, mm-hmm. it was like a hardcore mm-hmm. breathwork experience where um, conscious connected or also known as circular breathing. So it's a two part, it's it's like, mm-hmm. it's like the yin of breathwork. It's like more gentle, but it's connected and you're accessing the sympathetic nervous system. They are accessing similar things. They're just going about it a bit differently. Right, right. And uh, holotrophic is probably not what the average person would go out and do. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. especially for that long. I mean, that's, and I've done some sessions, yeah, that are pretty long too. And it gets really, really intense. And, And for those listening, I've done both forms. And frankly, I've experienced very similar effects with, the, the conscious connected one that you're alluding to. So yeah, nevertheless, something magical happens. And hey, if there's a way to do it uh, in 30 to 40 minutes, right? Why not? Yeah. And so Harry, if you can speak to, before we break down some of the fundamentals and what's underneath all of this, why should someone or why would you encourage someone to be interested in exploring breath work? Yeah, it's, it's really it's it's a it's a great question and there's so many parts to it so you have a breathing this is you know there's a bunch of pieces but i'll try to go at it this way <laughs> you have a breathing pattern for anxiety you have a breathing pattern for stress you have a breathing pattern for depression so most people are breathing shallow in their chest this pattern creates anxiety, stress, and depression, Hmm. right? So when you change the pattern, so, you know, most people don't realize the richest oxygen receptors are deep in the belly, the lungs deep in the belly. And when you go deeper into the belly, the benefits, you know, let's just talk quickly about oxygenation, Okay, like that's, I call that a secondary benefit. But, you know, when you're doing this breath work, you're going deep in the belly, you're using through your mouth. So you bring more oxygen in. Okay, so is little little science piece here that I was just was studying. So the oxygen in the air is about 21%. So there's oxygen, nitrogen, argon, and carbon dioxide, maybe other little stuff. Mm -hmm. But the oxygen percentage in the air is 21%. The oxygen percentage in your body, in your blood is 15%. And the reason that happens is because of water vapor and dilution of concentration, you know, from the, so, right. So first of all, that's at a person that's breathing optimally, right? Mm -hmm. So these chat, the majority of people breathing in their chest are probably not at, you know, are not receiving high, that concentration of oxygen, which is needed. Well, what's the oxygen needed for? Well, energy, <laughs> like yeah. oxygen is like AD goes in the electron transport chain in your cells, cellular respiration. It keeps you alive. It creates energy. Right. But the other piece is 
what's um, for me, um, the spectacular benefit is I always say like bad things happen when you don't move. Right. We know this. So this diaphragmatic mouth breathing one breath and, and most people don't know you have eight diaphragms in your body. One breath will move the whole entire body. So fluid will move, the body will move, and the diaphragms will push stuff through other stuff. It's kind of like um, like keeping a clear flow through the body, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Plus you have more energy. So if you're just breathing in your tra- chest, you could probably look at, Jonathan, the crazy thing, you could probably look at the most common disease states out there and their breathing issues. Yeah. Yeah, to some right? degree, right? And probably similar patterns too. Yeah, like mental decline is, you know, most people are just not getting enough oxygen. And so the little piece, when you do this breath work, you actually can bump up oxygen to 21%. So the oxygen in the body is equal to the oxygen in the air. So five to 6% bump and the spectacular things that happen to your energy, to the movement, like, I, I'm kind of dumbfounded because I'm like, this is like with us the whole time. And it's probably like other stuff. Like, why weren't we given the manual for being a parent, making money, finding your purpose? We definitely like the breathing. We were not taught. And that's we hopefully talk about that after. Like, you can look at ancient cultures and understand they treated the breath like like it's a powerful tool for integration and also if you're into this a spiritual a spiritual tool for awakening the breath mm-hmm. <laughs> by changing the pattern of your breath you're quickly able to change what your brain is uh, able to do like it can do more yeah yeah love it so so if you're interested in energy if you're interested in essentially moving beyond patterns of perhaps anxiety, depression that are caused by, to your point, certain patterns of breathing that aren't optimal for energy production in the body. And I think we can all agree on a general level that the more energy you have, the more life you feel, the better you, the better experience of life you have. Everybody wants to feel more energy. I don't think I've ever met anybody that said, no, I don't want to feel more energy. So that makes sense. Well, like energy is the currency of life. Like, have you ever met an energetic depressed person? (laughs) No. Right. You know, so that's, that's a big piece. And, and like, we haven't even talked about so that I call that a secondary benefit. (laughs) Like, you know, I think breathing's like the Rolls Royce of cars, like, you know, the, the primary benefit is that like, should I go into this part? It's about the emotions. Yeah, yeah. Because that, okay? why else? Like, would you want to do this? So, you know, first of all, the benefits, like you said, oxygenation, energy, most people breathing shallow, right? So you're going to get all these physical benefits. You'll actually sleep much better. Aches and pains go away. You know, you're more creative. But if you move to the other piece, think of the last four years. Like, what went down, right? Mm-hmm. And so... Like we're carrying this unprocessed stuff. Like it's been tough for everyone. And, you know, the sympath that why we do open mouth breathing with this is it accesses the the sympathetic nervous system. Cause I'll just, my little piece too, for the yoga community listening, like I always say this is yes, yes, yes. 99% of the time you want to be breathing through your nose. That's the default mode. Okay. 
But, um, you know, breathing through your nose is great. It accesses the, the parasympathetic relax system um, and builds energy. But the last four years, we've got all this stuff we're carrying around inside of us that we haven't dealt with. And breathing through the mouth accesses the sympathetic that gets imprinted by, um, you know, I always say if you had parents, if you had ancestors, they imprinted you with their stuff, sympathetic. If you ever had one of those fight, flight, freeze, it's in there. You don't even know there's a whole other conversation in the womb. What happened to you? That's in there. Right. And then, so, you know, we get to access this stuff. And as we're doing this breathing, it's not like you delete it or clear it, but you, you know, that's, this is a whole Joe Dispenza talk later about, you know, you're, you're transforming that emotional stuff and, the conscious, the connected part of the breath allows you to integrate these un, like you call them emotional charges mm-hmm. in your system that you haven't dealt with. I mean, it's kind of like the, the thing is like, do, you, do, do things in your life happen in patterns like relationships? Like, or do you have a lot of drama? You know, it, again, it's a whole other podcast, but this unprocessed stuff in your system, this, ex, these experiences passed on, like, they will run your life until you figure out how to integrate them. And that's what the breath does. Like, you know, it's, it's not woo. -woo. When I, when I think about it, it's like, you know, you, you, you're clearing this stuff and integrating it. And it's like, people feel lighter after, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff that was bothering them before breath work now doesn't, it's like, no, I want a bumper sticker. Like I apologize for anything I did to you before I found breath work. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> yeah, so, that's awesome. You know, it's really, we come for the emote, like really the, the, the biggest benefit of breath work is clearing out emotional charges, debris, unprocessed. And from your lineage, you know, um, from your daily life, and it's well, it's it can be an ongoing process because the other piece, Jonathan, is um, every individual on this planet is having their own unique experience, right? And so each of, each of us is gonna. So I say breathwork is different every time for everyone because you're always having a unique experience and how stuff clears and moves and what processes and what happens during a breathwork session. It's different every time that's why i find it so exciting it's like it's it's always new but yeah so yes you have the amazing physical benefits but you also have um the mental health benefits you know like of supporting clearing out this stuff that's getting in the way of um the life you want to live you know your best life so absolutely yeah i appreciate you breaking that down because i think that's Mostly from what I hear people share, the main, one of the main reasons they're interested in exploring it because they want to feel better. But I, what I hear you saying is that feeling better is not only related to energy production. A lot of it has to do with how do we move the emotions that, and the energy that's gotten stuck down, down in those areas that have a lot to do with you know, shit we've experienced, to your point, over the last four years. But many over our lifetime, perhaps, there, there's so many people who haven't may, maybe even got any work done to move that. And that was, that was me for 20 something years, right. Until I found similar work to your point and then moving that energy allows us to free up and clear up the channel. Right. And, and I hear you too, because yes, there are like 
15 other podcasts we can do on every single part of this. <laughs> you know, but yeah. <laughs> but the, the the truth is that it does it does move the energy in, in the body that gets stuck. So and, and just to, to say a little bit on that is if we keep having thoughts, right, of anxiety, of depression, of guilt or shame, all of that energy gets stuck down there in like the gut yeah. area and, and, and it gets heavy. So people actually will say, I feel heavy. And yeah. the reason is because all of those chemicals are literally getting stored in the body in that area. So it sounds like breath work is one way to really intentionally get the energy moving and release it. And then it sounds like for most people, and I've had the experience and you have too, and I know your clients have, where they literally will say, I feel lighter. Why? Yeah. Because energy's moved. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, you know, the, 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 the piece I love, it's like, and I realize this through breath work. It's like, if you want to feel better, you need to become a better feeler. And breath work allows you to tap in the whole, like, it's almost like a, uh, like a, um, ledger, like mm -hmm. a, a tapestry of the experience imprinted into your nervous system. You got to feel that stuff. And I'll, you know, and as we, when we transition into the flow of it, I can explain that more about how the emotions come up and what happens in a session. Cause you feel it <laughs> during the session. Yes. And you are a much, I'm a much better feeler since doing breath work. Mm. And, Therefore, that side effect of becoming a better feeler is I feel better. Right. And right. I've been chasing before breathwork, I've been chasing all the feel better stuff. When I, I didn't realize like right in my chest, the, with the medicine chest in my lungs, <laughs> right here, while I spent hundreds of thousands of dollars retreats, and that stuff was all awesome. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Right. But right. one of the tools I was neglecting was right here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, I hear you on that. It's ironic, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and to your point, because I think it'll be helpful in a bit to speak about that because you mentioned that everyone has their own unique experience. And in my experience too, I've done many sessions of breath work and the feeling after of, of bliss of feeling clear and light is, is, is similar quote unquote, but yeah. the experience I have during the breath work every single time is very unique, right? Every single, single time. And I love what you're saying too, about becoming a better feeler, because if you really are, are sincere in the breath work experience, you have no choice, but to really feel that. But when you really do, it exposes you, it opens you up completely. And that's when I think that um, it's helpful to, to speak to how, things open up in terms of the subconscious and things might be released into your experience. And, and therefore, whether it's, you know, repressed memories or old emotional memories, things that might arise. And, and so let's speak about that. You can transition into that, Harry. Yes. So can you speak to what someone might experience in the journey? Because I know that I've had friends and others who, who share about their experiences. Right. And then sometimes people freak out and they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really want to do that. I'm good. So can you break down someone who might be interested and, and, you know, maybe they're hearing us talk and they're, they're thinking, okay, that sounds interesting, but what can I expect during a session? How can I prepare? What might be the things I should consider before going into it? Yeah, it's good. And I, and I think I know I'll, I'll share like the three things that happen. I've broken it down into three areas because my job as a breathwork guide facilitator is if, if like, I love to work with new people and I've done my job when I prepare them 
Mm-hmm. So we'll, th- what I'm going to say is hopefully we'll prepare you for breath work and specifically what we're talking about, right? Conscious connected. Yes. It's like a half hour of active breathing. The sessions are usually 75 minutes, right? And keep on, I'm going to give you the little, like the things that are going to happen, but I'll just map that out. It's like you, you come in, we sit down, we spend, and it's online or in person. We spend about 15 minutes intro prep. And then we lie down and there's a dynamic, you know, playlist. I'm so into the music. Music is like, to me, portals and it moves people. So then your active breathing, you know, the two parts in belly, chest, exhale, connected is a half hour. And then we end on a primal scream. Not everyone does that, but I, I think this stuff builds up. So we scream mm-hmm. and then I call it breathwork shavasana happens. And there's about 15 or 20 minutes um, where the brain is powered down and not getting yeah. in the way of you. And that's where, um, there's music, uh, and there's rest and really no, you're not moving and you're just being still. So that's kind of the flow start to finish 75 minutes is what I do. But if we back up, like what's going to happen. So if I want to, if you're going to a breathwork session, what would I say to you to prepare you? Cause I think if you can prepare people properly, then there's no surprises. They're better able to relax, release. So I broke it down into when you're doing this active breathing, you're bringing more oxygen into the body. You're changing the pH of the blood a little bit and some spectacular things happen. And I broke into three areas, physical, mental, uh, physical, emotional, mental. Mm-hmm. And I already talked a little about the emotional, so I won't have to go deep, but physically when you breathe this way and you know, you're bumping up the oxygen in the blood, right? Some weird things happen. And this is kind of to address your thing about people freaking out. Cause this is important. So when you do that, some weird things are going to happen and we're lying on the floor breathing. I like to do it very simple. Eye mask, light blanket, yoga mat. Physically nothing, but in, unless you require a pillow, it's better without. Mm-hmm. So physically, as you're doing this breath, you're going to notice, I call it like almost like breathwork activation starts to happen. And it's really just more oxygen in the body. So you get a little tingy, tingly, you get hot, cold, you get a little dizzy. Some I've never seen, you know, they talk about some people get nauseous, but I haven't seen that much at all. Um, might get a little headachey. Um, and then you, I have a hip injury of many years and that gets achy sometimes. And then the thing mm. where you said where people like freak themselves out, it's because they get this thing called tetany. <laughs> I've gotten <laughs> that. Yes. Like karate kid, claw hands. Now, tetany is the result of pushing the exhale. So in the mm. holotrophic, Jonathan, <laughs> we back to that. This was holotrophic three hours of this. it was crazy but in this so you know i would say nothing bad has ever happened with breathwork in the history of the world in literature but people freak themselves out so i always say like if you get this you're not having a stroke it's not Mm. what's happening okay what's happening is the oxygen concentration is higher nitrogen's lower and there's a it's the neurons are more excited now if it gets really extreme it's because you're i think we did like pushing pushing the exhale. So it's always, if that is happening to you in your breath recession, you got to let the exhale fall out like a feather. That'll, you'll still get some of this, a little bit of this is normal, but that's really, you know, physically people get freaked out about that. Right. You know? right. And I also say, like I say too, like just, you know, um, 
you're not in the jungle doing ayahuasca puking in a bucket. Yeah. You're not yeah. locked in. Yeah. You are in control of this journey. You are driving the bus in this open mouth breathing. If that, if you're doing breath work and people don't, you know, catch you and help you and support you, you know, and this is happening, mm-hmm. all you got to do is slow down yes. or close your mouth and breathe through your nose and you stop that process and then come back to it. Right. You're yeah. Control, right. Yeah. I want to pause you there. I just yeah. want to hit home on that, Harry, because I think it's such an important point. And, and for me, I just want to speak to that, the value of breathwork that where you, you are in control of the journey. Right. And, and me yeah. having experienced uh, a psychedelic journey where you're on, you're in for the ride. Right. And yeah. here you're in full control to the, to the extent that if, if it starts to get too intense, exactly like you're, like you're saying, all you got to do is come back to your normal breath and it'll dissipate. And, and yeah. the, the tricky part with some of the psychedelic experience, you know, not good, bad, right or wrong, but you're in for the ride and it's going to last however long. So just, I just wanted to point that out yes. to what you're saying, because it's something important to consider for those exploring different domains of, of this type of experience or work. Yeah. And it is like, I had a really, I'm really grateful for my teacher because he is a really, really about preparing people Mm -hmm. and saying what's going to happen. Cause like, that's the physical part. And can I keep going into these parts? The second part, emotional. Yeah, please. please. Okay. So physical, those, the weird stuff happens, right? When you're doing that breath work, then emotionally, we already talked about it, right? The stuff in there, it's going to come up. You're going to clear it. You know, you're going to, you know, if we, you know, passing on trauma, we can correct and make a course correction and pass on healing by clearing it out. But really all that stuff about the emotions is really just to give you permission to cry. Mm. Right. So emotionally, you're going to come up against the discomfort where you're going to, you may or may not, but it's going to come up. And I always say like, this is the place, let it up, let it out, let it go. And a lot of tears in breath work, they're the tears, they're the they're the tears that you couldn't cry when you were a kid. So crying completes stress cycles. Crying um boosts the immune system, mm. right? Crying, what it does is it, it releases a the inner pharmacy of the good stuff to support you. So um and and some breathwork sessions too. I always tell people at the events, like if you didn't cry, don't come up to me and go, I didn't cry. It'd be kind of funny. Like they cry because they didn't cry. <laughs> but no, don't you don't have to come up to me and say, I didn't cry. What's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. Cause remember, each individual is having a unique experience at all yeah. times. So some sessions I'm crying the first breath in. And I cry the whole time and I got what I came for. And some sessions I don't cry at all. Like, you know, I did a big breath work one this morning and had a big cry, but the day before did one, nothing. So it will come or it won't, but that's the space, right? You're going to come up against, you know, it's, it's interesting. It's like, you're going to go do breath work and nothing's going to come up for you that isn't inside you. Mm-hmm. It's like psychedelics too, right? Like you do psychedelic sessions is maybe it's a little more amped. It's like what's inside you is going to come up most likely. The same in breath work, what's going to happen. It just seems like you have, you do have more control. So, so physically that's the emotional, like these are three areas of discomfort that, you know, I, I say, you know, if you haven't, I always say to people, you know, you don't have to like it, love it, or be even be into breath work to have a massive shift. 
all you need is an open mind and a willingness to push through a little discomfort. And so physical discomfort, emotional discomfort. And the third one's mental, which is the biggest one. And this is good because this kind of like we we can tell you a little about what this does to your brain now. So mentally, I find this the toughest one during and this is during a session, right? And um, the brain doesn't like change. It doesn't like to be uncomfortable. And it, it doesn't like to not be in control by like it doesn't it likes to be on all the time. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's this spectacular thing that happens with breathwork. It happens with other stuff too, like meditation, yoga. But I find with this type of breathwork, it happens more, <laughs> and it's called transient hypofrontality. I just <laughs> like that word too. I've never heard of that word, but I like yeah, it. So transient hypofrontality. So when you do this style of breathwork, open mouth about ten minutes in, if you're going for it, you know. Um, the default mode network, right? The frontal lobe, where the inner critic, where the ego lives, where the I'm not enough, I'm not rich enough, mm-hmm. beautiful enough, smart enough lives, gets powered down. Mm. I think psychedelics do the same thing too, right? Like I, I think the microdosing thing was with mushrooms was I, I it does affect the default mode network, but that's awesome. But okay, you can do it with your breath too. So yeah. Um, but the thing is that this is where the discomfort comes in. The brain doesn't want to turn off, right? right. It, it's like thinks it's like, you know, oh, no, it doesn't want to turn off. So it, it will try to stay on and prevent transient hypofrontality. And that will manifest as adjust my shirt, fix my blanket. Uh, if it's online, adjust the camera, clear my energy. I just tell people... Mm. Like there's something, Jonathan, um, I just had a conversation with an osteopath about the nervous system. And there's something about like when you're breathing, this is the other thing for breathwork beginners. You want to be still. The only thing moving is your belly chest, right? And when you're still, there's something that allows the nervous system to process better and release. So the brain doesn't want that. It's going to try to keep you moving the whole time. And so you can borrow my mantra. You don't have to, but I use, and it's shut up, breathe, shut up, breathe, shut up. Breathe. Like it's, that, that's what goes on after about 10 minutes that goes away. So physical, emotional, mental, those are the three things you're going to bump up with this style of breath work. Yeah. Super helpful. Super helpful. And have you added the spiritual? Yeah. Uh, spirit. Well, you know what? I, I kind of take, um, from from my teacher yeah let me just tell, say a little thing about that because my teacher i love what he said he's like he he like under promises <laughs> and, and um like he said to me you know he's like i've done you know i've done sessions where after people come up and they're like um is it normal to talk to god during breath work <laughs> and i'm like he's like yep <laughs> but he's like but i don't sell the spiritual side of it i let people yeah. have their experience but that that you hit on something which i missed so when the frontal lobe this is powered down okay the ego whatever that is inner critic you have access to deep wisdom and inner truths that may not be you may not be able to access when the brain is like full power going right. Right? right so that's like if you're doing breath work like make sure you have a rest and an integration after 10 15 minutes because 
the brain will stay powered on down for a couple of days. Like I always say journaling, like the aftercare for breath work, you can, you know, have some powerful experiences mm-hmm. and, you know, spiritual experiences. Um, it's like filters, you know, things get turned down and allow you to access stuff that you normally don't. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely yeah, spiritual, a, a spiritual technology of awakening. Like, <laughs> Yeah. 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 And it makes sense. I mean, I think that when we focus on that, a lot of people get turned off immediately because you say anything that has to do with spiritual word and and I get it. So I love that. I love their teacher. He's a good salesman. It sounds like because he's underselling in the sense that he knows people are going to have a certain unique, beautiful experience and let him let them have it. Right. And then they come afterwards. And yeah, it sounds like (laughs) the way I would define is like the personality, quote unquote, gets turned off. Like who you think you are gets turned off. Me, me, yeah. Jonathan, when this body who wears this sweater gets turned off. And then all of a sudden I get access to to deeper truths that don't really have to do with the personality. They're deeper, they're they're more expansive. And those are the types of things that when you hear people wanting some type of psychedelic experience, right? So they go to ayahuasca, they go to psilocybin or whatever other uh, major one that's out there. And then what I hear you saying is that that's also accessible through this modality. Oh. oh yeah. Like, you know, you could look at the science of it too. And, um, I mean, you know, DMT made by the body is secreted during breath work. My understanding is in the lungs, mm-hmm. you know, and I've had some, again, I've had some clients where they've had psychedelic experience. I have a woman that every time she breathes, she's astro traveling and doing all this stuff. And I'm just like, I'm watching, I'm just looking at her and she's sitting there breathing. I'm like, okay, how are you doing? Like, I don't say anything during the session, but I'm like, in my head, I'm like, she's just laying there breathing. I'm, is anything going on? And after she's like, I was seeing colors and I was on this planet and I was traveling. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> right. So yeah. yeah, you, I, you know, I, I think the ability to access non-ordinary states with the breath is for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I love about it, and I'll attest to that. I mean, I've done a psychedelic experience, but I've also done uh, breathwork journeys like the one you're describing. And frankly, my my realization was afterwards, like, wow, I realize. And again, this is not me shaming or saying that psychedelics are wrong or bad. But what I am saying was the realization was, whoa, I just accessed that through mm-hmm. my own breath. I didn't I didn't need to take anything exogenous, anything outside of me. And the point I alluded to earlier that you hit on was the magic of it is that I am actually in control of my experience the whole time. And if at any point it gets too uh, uncomfortable or, you know, it starts going into what we call quote unquote a bad trip or challenging, that you can come out of it, right? And, and the psychedelic yeah. piece, uh, I've heard Greg Braden talk about this often because he tells people and it's like, look, if you're considering the psychedelic experience, and you're not in a place like where you're ready. If you do go on a quote unquote bad trip or challenging trip, right? You're going in for the ride. You, you got to be in there. But with the breath work, you're able to go to those places, but you have the ability and the control to see your way out of it if, if you choose to. So I think that's yeah. a huge value personally. Well, yeah. And to the psychedelic piece, like you can use breath work for pre-ceremony and post-ceremony, like integration, like, because if it's, you know, if you want to be clear and, you know, go into it, a ceremony, you know, a psychedelic ceremony doing breath work before, I mean, 
it's such a, it can be such a compliment, you know, it's, uh, it's really, really, really powerful that way for sure. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. And for those listening, if you're considering any type of psychedelics, please make sure that you do your research, that you get informed before any of those experiences. And that's definitely a whole other topic, but I always like to make that nuance because it does take me really informed. So yeah. back to the to the breathwork piece then. I love what you're doing because for me, it's been so important to understand the what and the why mm-hmm. before you go into the experience because it prepares you for it. You're able yeah. to have a better experience. Yeah. And so if someone's doing this, do you have a certain way to think about this? Like how often should I do it? Is it a yeah. one-time thing? How, how do I think about the, the recurrence? Yeah. So yeah, I'll kind of... It's really it's it's individual in a way, but for me, I'll tell you me. Like me is like I'm gonna breathe more than you, because if I want to hold space, I'm gonna breathe a lot. So I'm not a good reference for how the average person should do <laughs> twice a day for Harry. <laughs> I'm on a daily right now just to see. Um, but if I was so, what I like about it, you know, if someone was um, wanting to really leverage the breath, like. Um, like one big session, like a half hour, which I say big session doesn't even feel like big now, but like once a week is, is a beautiful breath work practice with this diaphragmatic mouth breathing. And then the other piece, I know if we have time on here, I'll, I'll, I'll show them like what else I do in the day from, for optimizing my breath. Um, Mm -hmm. but, um, you can do 10 mini sessions of this on your own because like, the vessel is always filling up with stuff, the body, you know, we're always getting stuff in the, in our experience and 10 minutes a day keeps it clear. So one big, you know, if someone really wants to leverage the, 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 the benefits of breath work, um, once a week, big session, and there's lots of online offerings. If there's no one in, in your, your town doing it. Um, and then during the week, it's like, okay, I need 10 minutes. And it's nice to do it when you wake up first thing, just lying in bed and do 10 minutes. So, you know, um, someone who just wants to dabble like once a month. Um, but if you want to like, yeah, I, I think a weekly practice for the average person who wants to really see the benefits that that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And are you, and are you basing it off of just what people experience on a day to day and just clearing the vessel, clearing up the energy on a uh, weekly basis? Well, I would just say based off the last six years and then the last two years doing Conscious Connected, like I've played with, you know, I've done it every day. I've done it twice a week. I've done it once. I I mean, like for me, um, before I did the teacher training once a week, like I was doing it and that was like a sweet spot for me. That was like, okay. And then, you know, and then I've kind of let it go. Like if I let it go longer than a week, I'm like, oh, I need some breath work. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I don't know if that's like my teacher would say that too. Um, I mean, if you're dealing with something big, which I've, you know, when stuff's really gotten heavy, like, you know, I've switched it up to daily. Okay. I'm going to breathe every day, whatever this is, we're going to keep going. So daily can be like, you know, SOS (laughs) breath work time, SOS things are happening in your life. And if you breathe, you're going to, be able to deal with it. You, you know, we didn't even talk about like, you know, the, you know, if you're reacting to things, which we all do, there's stuff inside you unprocessed. So breath work allows you to become, uh, re- to respond to life 
And I just even feel the difference between the word reacting and responding, you know, mm-hmm. responding seems so like, oh, okay. Like you're way more effective right. when you respond and there's nothing wrong with reacting. I've reacted my whole life. I don't, there's no judgment there, but it, you can use like, okay, I'm reacting to this. Uh, I might want to breathe now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a, yeah. A, a litmus test or, a, you know, you can kind of gauge where you're at by, you know, what's going on in your environment, how mm. you're relating to people. Yep. I love that. Yeah. And especially it sounds like if you're reacting constantly, but it's a journey, right? Where you shift into responding. But if you find yourself constantly reacting, mm-hmm. it becomes unprocessed. And then breath work is one way to really clear the clear the body of that stored up energy from reacting as we get better over time. Well, and, yeah. And you, I mean, I think it's an overused term. Like it's like, you know, if you want to see how you're doing, go hang out with your family for a weekend, right? Or you're, you know, okay, great. Well, do some breath, do a big breathwork session, then go hang out with your family <laughs> and tell me how that went. Cause I know I've had a couple of people do that and they were like, okay, I'm going for the weekend. I've got the whole family there, the, all the relatives. And I did a big breathwork session before I went, I had the best weekend. <laughs> like, yes. It, yeah. it, you know, the, the person was responding to their family more than reacting because yeah. they cleared some stuff out. Like it's like, preemptive strike <laughs> right. yeah makes a lot of sense anything yeah. yeah connects to what you said earlier where it, it does starts to shut off those parts of the brain that have to do with the ego and fight or flight mode and it doesn't mean that they're not there but it, it puts less attention on there so yeah. yeah i can attest to that too for sure for sure and so these uh breathwork experiences that we've been talking about are, are those more but a little bit longer 30 to 40 minutes right? That's a process as a journey that you go on. And then what we started with at the beginning was speaking to the benefits of of breathing in general and why it's important to really focus on the breath and why we should be thinking about the breath and how it affects our life, not only from an energetic perspective of experience vitality, but also to make sure that we're moving the energy that can get stored. And then a practice like this can really help move that. And then if we're not doing more, I'm using the word formal, quote unquote, uh, longer sessions are yep. there thing i know you mentioned there was a practice you wanted to offer or share but are there things that we can consider and think about as we're just going through our day-to-day right like if i'm sitting in the car or i'm in line at yep. the grocery store or whatever that i can really focus on on breathing in a certain way or practicing breathing in a certain way that would support me yes so and we should i should have said this at the beginning so that and i want to just um with the diaphragmatic mouth breathing right like um you never want to do it around water, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's never happened to me and I've never seen it, but, you know, if someone's pushing the exhale, technically they could pass out. So never do this around pools, lakes, ocean. Like, just don't do it in water, That this style of breathing, okay? Yeah. It's probably not something you would do in driving the car. Right. But if I want to, if we would like, if I'm going to facilitate breath, I'm going to focus on different facets of the breath and how to use it like in your daily life. So if we step away from the breathwork sessions, do you want, can I go into like just a little breath piece here? Please, I think it's yeah, really helpful, yeah. which, which people can use right now. So, so then, um, cause we did say, you know, 99% of the time you want to be breathing through your nose. And there's so many benefits like 
James Nestor. This is a fabulous book, you know, James Nestor, Brad. Yeah. Right? And James Nestor actually, um, he did the test where they, um, they tape, they plug their noses. And I think it was two weeks. They just breathed through their mouth <laughs> and they got sick. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but he found breath, he diaphragmatic mouth breathing is what got him interested in the beginning. So, and remember a little bit of mouth breathing for massive transformation is okay. But most of the time, if you're a mouth breather all the time, and that's why you see this, like a lot the, all the mouth tape around now, right? Like people are yeah, taping yeah. out. So, but I have this, what I'm going to show you right now is going to actually help you breathe through your nose at night. If you do this exercise in the day. Okay. So if we go back a little bit into the ancient cultures, because my, my question, Jonathan, was as I researched this and read all these books, I was like, well, okay, so yeah, I'm going to do breath work, but I'm not going to do breath work like 24 seven. I'm not going to do that style. So what about my regular breathing? Like, like yes. if you treat your body, like it's an avatar, like let's just say it's a car, right? It's a car. It's a, it's a, a vehicle for our expression, right? So breathing is one of the one of the only functions that is both voluntary and involuntary, right? For a reason, mm. <laughs> to use it, to leverage it, to 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 support us, right? In different areas of our life. So if you look back, and again, ninety nine percent of the time we're going to breathing through our nose. And if you like, if you, I had a deviated septum. If you have nose issues, like, and you can get them fixed, like, please do that because it's really important to have to be able to to breathe through the nose so you look at the ancient cultures and specifically this is from um, james nestor in his book and i love this stuff it's like so you look at um the chanting of the monks wait a second i want to back up one thing what i had said is the body is the vehicle there's got to be an optimum cadence or rhythm to breathing that's Mm. most beneficial for living for longevity right that would make sense right and remember again i said most people are breathing in their chest and this is the crazy thing understood they're shallow breathing in their chest and they're actually um breathing too much (laughs) if you can imagine that Mm -hmm. but they're not getting enough oxygen because they're not using the deep receptors so it's kind of like you're running imagine if you drove your car at six thousand rpms all the time Right? What would happen? The car would break down really fast. Right. All these people are over breathing and shallow breathing. They're breathing too much for the apparatus because back to the ancient cultures, if I can make this link, the chanting of the monks, uh, the mantra, the yoga mantra, and then Christian prayer. I'm sure if you looked at other religions, you see it too. Those are set up for a 5.5 second inhale, 5.5 second exhale. Mm. do something we didn't or we we that was maybe was hidden from us i don't know right he can wait from us so then the story gets thick and i'll get to it because i want to give you this three to five minute exercise that that will change your life like it's changed mine um i've given this breathing exercise to a client that suffered from you know and i'm I don't treat, diagnose, cure stuff, but she had anxiety and she did this exercise and now she doesn't she had it for 20 years so that's the possibility here. So, so if we look at this, so the optimal breath, and if you guys know heart math, so this is where it gets really cool. So heart math is also into the optimal breathing and in and out through the nose. 
So if you look at that 5.5 seconds in 5.5 seconds out, so it's really just the average person. I mean, that translates to five to seven breaths a minute. When you do that, the average person is breathing 14 to 18. Mm. Right. Taxing the system. People like the stuff I've read said like heart is like a lot of disease is a result of over breathing. You're like revving the engine too high. Mm-hmm. So heart math who studies, you know, co- they, they call this, it's kind of like, I call it longevity breathing, but it's like, they call it coherence. I know, I know, you know, this too is like heart coherence, breathing, coherence, breath. Right. So heart math went down the road and studied it. And I watched this, this, um, conference with, I'm, I hope I get his name right. Roland McCrady. Mm. And he's a heart math guy and I, he's a scientist. Okay. And the coolest thing was, so in three to five minutes of doing this and, you know, Jonathan, I, anyone on this, like just Google benefits of heart coherence and the list would be like, Oh my gosh. So in three to five minutes, what happens is, cause I got to back up again and say, has anyone ever said to you, um, you need to get out of your head and get grounded. <laughs> they never said yes. that to you. Yes. <laughs> Me too. Right. And, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, how do I do that? Like, okay. Yeah. Project my energy down into the earth. Okay. Slow down. But this is the way to do it. Cause in three minutes of five point, and you can just do five to six seconds, five, deep in your breath, five seconds in five seconds out. Um, in three to five minutes, you sync your, the, the, the frequency, um, is 0.1 cycles per second your brain and your heart sink at 0.1 cycles per second in mm. three to five minutes of this breath right so you take your you you get into your heart right and then this scientist explained where i was just i was almost like oh my i was like oh my gosh and he goes you're also, he said, when you sink heart and mind at 0.1 cycles per second, at the same time, you're sinking to the field line resonance of the earth, which is the interaction of the magnetic field around the earth interacting with the solid core of the earth is 0.1 cycles per second. Mm. Wow. Get grounded. Get it. So, you know what I said, like get into your heart and get grounded three to five minutes of this. 5.5 in, yeah. 5.5 out. Like, again, it's right in front of us. And it's like, the ancient cultures knew this. So back to it, you can do this anytime. I usually do it like before bed. It like, it's so good before bed, three to five minutes, but also driving the car. Any My, my challenge to you and everyone listening is anytime you can, because I had a, someone who say like, you know, Life's only boring when you don't realize how you can leverage your breath. <laughs> like, you know, you can anytime I do it in the grocery store, whenever you remember, go into like 5.5 in, 5.5 out, and you just like deepen it. You don't have to mm-hmm, s- mm-hmm. focus on the numbers, but, and you do it in and out through the nose. The more you do it in the day, the more it'll translate to night it'll start to, you'll start doing that at night more. And you do, you probably do that too. I got the aura ring. My HRV went like skyrocketed as soon as I started practicing this daily. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It went up by about 33, 34% to change just from adding this. And I 
probably do it. And, and, and again, if you want to take this to a practice, 10 to 15 minutes of sitting and doing slow, deep, that breath in and out through the nose, like, Oh, but again, three to five minutes a day will give you astonishing benefits. It, it releases oxytocin in the body, balances the hormones, boosts the immune system. Like just yeah. slowing down. It's kind of like, you know, yeah, we need to slow down as a, on this planet. And I think we need to slow our breath down is really what we need to do. Cause if we do that, everything changes. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And so to summarize, you, did you, you said five seconds in six seconds out? Yeah, no, no, sorry. So just cause I know I said I started it, it technically it's 5.5 seconds. Okay. Mm. But if you're doing five, like I do a count, like if you're doing five, just think of five to six seconds in five to same, same five to six seconds out in Got and it. out through the nose, keep it connected. You know, this is the other piece. Like we're the only breathing creature that embeds pauses in our breath. Mm -hmm. You watch a cat or a dog when something goes down, their breath, like it, it's connected. It just speeds up and it's, they're getting more oxygen for energy. Right. right. They don't have pauses in their breath. We're the only creatures that do. And that causes problems. <laughs> mm -hmm. So no pause, just no five pause. to six seconds in five to six seconds out. Yeah, it's like a wave. It's like a wave breath, right? Some yeah. people call it a wave, slow belly breathing, coherent. It's got a bunch of names, but yeah. just you can, you know, time it for the first little while. There's also apps that show the flower. It's like, ooh, five, one, two, three, four, right. five, six, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, yeah. But I'm at a place where I know. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. And so got you don't it. get fixated on the time. But yes, but the five to six second is the sweet spot. In and, out. and then when they're breathing, so when we're breathing, are we focusing on the bottom of our belly or where should we be focusing anywhere to get the you know, yes. better breath? Yes. You can enhance it, right? Like there's all these little enhancements, right? But you know, if you're just sitting there, it's like, yes, it's your one, you're, you're breathing deep in the belly and the heart. Like you're both, you want to like, mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of like a wave, you know, it goes yeah. into the belly, opens the heart, it goes out into the belly, you know? Um, you can also, if you're, you know, if you want to play with it, and you probably know this stuff, it's like you can, you know, focus on breathing. You can play with it, breathing in and out of like your breathe, the heart's breathing, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then bring recalling a moment of gratitude while you're doing this breath, that's kind of next level. <laughs> so you can play with that kind of stuff, but really it's like deep, Belly, open the heart, let go. Yes. Deep belly, open the heart. It's just and to make it easy, heart math. They just say just, just deepen your breath. Just breathe. <laughs> and you can time it. I always, if you want to do an experiment right now too, like time a minute and count your inhales. Yeah, we did this, and it was I got thirteen. I was yeah, doing deep. thirteen. That was a couple of months ago. I don't I haven't done it lately, but it was thirteen. And then you told us. Yeah, five, you know, five to six or ish where it should be. And I was like, what? But then you mentioned some people are, you know, up upwards, like 15, 16, 17, 18. 18. Wow. Yeah. And there's not like there's it's it's just becoming aware. It's like, you know what? It's like working out and going to the gym. Like yeah, this is these sure. are there's eight diaphragms. <laughs> you gotta work though, those mu they're muscles and mm -hmm. You know, the, the more you do this, and it's kind of funny, the more you slow down and deepen your breath, um, 
your life will change dramatically. Yeah. No for doubt. the better. No doubt. So, yeah. That's awesome. So now you have, if, if you're listening, you have a practice for the day to day, which sounds yeah. amazing. And yeah, the benefits, I mean, you can, you can find endless research around this type of breathing to your point, Harry, and you're going to find uh, endless and endless amounts of benefits that have been found over time as well. Uh, and then when there's time and you have the, the desire to go a little bit deeper, you can do the conscious connected breath sessions to your point. You know, if you want to do the shorter ones, 10 ish minutes before yeah. bed, perhaps, or whenever, yeah. and then the, the longer ones about 30 to 40 and, yeah. and share a bit about why, why, because you're the founder of Embody Breathwork, but why did you name it Embody Breathwork? Yeah. Um, well, you know, it, I mean, there's, you see this stuff about like the somatics and everything exploding. I don't, I don't know. Like it just, I don't know if I chose it or it chose me. It was like, it was like, I was like, for me to do this and share it, I was like, well, there's a whole other, you know, I, I want to have an integration center and a healing center and body and all that stuff. Yes. But it was like, to me, it's like, embody, like if I'm going to share this, I need to embody it. It was kind of for me. I was kind of selfish. I'm like, that's my name. <laughs> but it, it does make sense. Like, it, like you do need to embody it. You, you, you don't need to. It actually happens when you do it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So in terms of being able to, to work with you, because it sounds like a lot of what you shared, which is great, right? It's like whether somebody decides to do a session with you or not, just to have the baseline yeah. fundamental understanding of why breathwork is beneficial, what you might experience, and then also some day-to-day -day practices and tools. And then, but if someone did want to reach out to you or connect with you and have a session, how can they do that? Yeah, yeah. Because I have, yeah, I have online stuff. I have in-person um, and, and, and sessions and programs. So embody-breathwork.com or the Instagram is embody underscore breathwork. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you can read through the websites easy. You can reach me. And, and I also do, uh, Jonathan, I call it like a a breathwork discovery, just a free, it's mm -hmm. a conversation with you because like to understand, like, what are you looking for? Is this a fit? And I mean, breathwork's not for everyone, right? So mm. I do, you know, I offer a free 20 minute um, Zoom. They just book it through my site and we discuss what you need. And and there's, I'm going to give them valuable information, whether we do breathwork or not. Yeah. yeah. So Okay. Beautiful. So we'll include the links in the show notes to make sure that they have them. Yeah. And, and in relation to anything we talked about or breathwork, any, anything else that maybe you thought we'd talk about that we didn't. Yeah. No, but just remind me too, like your listeners, I'd love to give them like 50% off my next breathwork class online. So remind Beautiful. me, I'll, like I'll give you a code and the link and it's yeah. the, you know, the dates, you know, they can actually use it anytime. I, um, it's every month, but yes. yeah, I'd love to do that for people. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Is there anything else? I think we talked. We've covered a lot. Yeah, I just, I love the simplicity of. I, I'm. It's a powerful self healing tool. Like, it's not like you got. You don't. You have to come to me to figure this out. Like, it's inside of you. And yes, it helps to have a guide in the beginning to learn it. But then it's like. I think it's the most powerful self-healing tool you have that empowers you. Yeah. 
Mm. I think we covered, thank you. I think we covered a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, that was super helpful. I learned a lot too. So thank you so much. And yeah, I would imagine if anyone has questions, they can feel free to reach out to you. They have that 20 minute call available to them. Uh, I have a personal testimonial from doing work with you. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, you know, if, if, you, if you're listening and you're interested, Harry's, Harry's amazing. And then, yeah, I think it's a great idea to what you're saying to really think about the intention, you know, why, why breath work? Does it make sense for me? Can I learn more? And the beautiful part about that, and I've experienced this is the more we learn about the what and the why behind a healing modality mm. like this the more prepared we are for the experience. And so when we're in the experience, we're not asking ourselves, oh, how's it going to go? What's going to happen? And yeah. why, why am I doing this? My recommendation and encouragement, which is based on what you said too, is that you take care of all that analytical intellectual stuff before. So when yeah. you go into the experience, you're not thinking about it. You're just engaged in the journey. And that's what yeah. I do most of the time with anything I engage in now. I do all the research. So when I'm doing the thing, I'm not thinking about it. I'm just in the present moment doing the thing. So I think this yeah. is helpful for anybody listening to uh, take the information. And then if you have anybody interested in breath work, send them this link. Awesome. Cool. Anything you want to close out with before we finish up formally here? I mean, I just appreciate uh, you inviting me on and uh, having this time with you. And I mean, I love to talk about the breath. I can <laughs> thank tell. You. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, thank you so much. And yeah, we'll get these links out to people very soon. Thank you all.